This episode of the Koshcast was recorded on Thursday, December 1st, a day before the Ghana-Uruguay game. So our predictions are totally wrong. Well, they didn't have to be totally wrong, but they are because we're not good at this. Uh, it is currently 71 minutes into this game and 2 nothing to Uruguay. We predicted a 1-1 draw and Ghana will go through. Still time for a draw, but it's not looking good for our predictions. But the rest of this podcast is absolutely spot on. So take a listen. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Kosh Cast on underthekoshblog.com and at under underscore the kosh on Twitter. My name is Alex and Bernie is here. Hello, maestro. Hello, hello. Uh, we really, I, it's completely muscle memory, but I really need to stop saying underthekoshblog.com because you cannot get the podcast on our website because we're lazy. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can find it. I mean, you're listening to it, so you don't need me to tell you. We're, we're basically on Elon Musk's platform, and, and that's basically it. So when he destroys it, I don't know where we go from there. Uh, hopefully Spotify continues to exist at that point. Yeah, but then like we, we don't banter with our listeners. They just listen to us talk. Listen, that's going to be really sad. Like, <laughs> if he actually destroys it, which he is, just slowly. Yeah. What are we going to do? I've I've heard so I looked into Mastodon very briefly, and frankly, it made me want to kill myself. And then, <laughs> and then, like as soon as you're asking me to pick a server, I, it's problematic because I don't have any information <laughs> on which to base that decision. And then, and then I've heard of a couple other things, tribal. Yeah, but I haven't um, checked it out yet. I don't know. There's this thing that this guy is building, and what he's doing is he's crowdsourcing information <laughs> and like logo and like the name on like Twitter itself. <laughs> and, <laughs> and like he has a really good chance of like building a following on there, but he's literally in the public being like, What should I call this? <laughs> what should our logo be? Sign up for our waiting list and all this stuff on Twitter. And I'm like, This is going to be so funny when Elon catches on. <laughs> It could, I mean, we could just all move to a Google Doc. Like if everyone signs into the same Google Doc, we can just chat in real time. Yeah, that would be fun. Someone was right. like, why doesn't Facebook just build the damn thing? And like, this is the only chance for Facebook to be relevant again. But hey. It's actually true. It's actually true. I, I would also accept MSN Messenger back um, or some you know updated version of that. I think that would be good. I'd be okay with that. I, you know what? You yeah. know what? I think I think everyone should just go on Football Manager and play one big network game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be good too. Um, all right, I suppose that's a, as good a, a segue as any into the into the actual football. We haven't potted since the World Cup started. Are you enjoying it? Are you you were not excited at all about this. Um, it's absolutely brilliant. Like I, I really did not care. I just did not care, but. It's absolutely brilliant. <laughs> it's so good. It's so annoying, but it's so good. Um, who? What's been your highlight so far? Or like um, stand-up player or something? Oh, man. There have been so many people I think have been 
under the radar are good, but Senegal as a country, I've, I'm so happy they made it to the second round. Last World Cup, mm. they almost did. And obviously, I'm always looking out for an African country that's not Ghana to go through. Um, <laughs> so Senegal doing well is really, really good for me with Japan again. Okay. Um, yeah, my, my standout has been Japan, not just because they qualified today. Like, I think I would have said this anyway, because I've just been so impressed. Obviously, they've had like better halves and worse halves of football. Um, first half against Germany was bad. Second half was phenomenal. Um, but I'm just so impressed by like how well drilled and how organized they are. And the the space between their players, like everything is just so synchronized. I, I just find them amazing. It's like watching them today against Spain. Their press was unbelievable. Like, mm-hmm. I I know people get into those stereotypes of, you know, Jap, Jap, Japan as a country and people just work excessively hard and don't rest. It was almost a stereotype that came true because, my God, they were pressing Spain like I've never seen anyone press another country before in my life. Like, that's I mean, true. that's how they scored the equalizer. Like, crazy pressing, and then oh, the finish was just mad. And then they just they just didn't stop pressing. It, it was it was mm-hmm. unbelievable. Um, and I'm happy that they topped the group. It makes things more interesting. Um, you know, gives us a different dynamic because everyone thought Germany and Spain were going to go through. Um, Wait, Japan I, beat Spain and Germany. Like, that's <laughs> phenomenal. Mad. That's absolutely mad. Like, they'll probably yeah. get knocked out in the next round for all, for all we know. But, like, that's mad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who are they playing? Oh, Croatia. Yeah, no, no. Croatia will do them. But it's been an amazing ride. <laughs> yeah, like, I think Japan yeah. Japan needs that team that, that is really confident and thinks that they'll walk over Japan and then get surprised. But Croatia are very humble about Like, Croatia know exactly what they are and what they're about. Just don't let the ball get to the Croatian midfield. If, you can, if, if they can press the hell out of Modric, they can win. And you know what? Yeah. I think Croatia will win. I do, but it wouldn't surprise me if Modric has like the shock of his life. <laughs> the thing, you, you may be right, but the thing is with the Croatian midfield is that like if Modric's having a bad game, you've also got Brozovic and Kovacic. Like it's not fair. It's such a good midfield. This is true. This is very true. Have, Have you been impressed also, by Argentina? Sorry. No. No, not at all. Um, they've done okay, I guess. <laughs> but they haven't fundamentally impressed me. Like the last game against Poland, Poland didn't show up. They just tried to like, you know, park the bus. Mm-hmm. And Argentina, yes, they scored two, I think it was, in the game. But I wouldn't say that they were impressive. Messi missed the penalty. Standard, you know, great save by Chesney. What a save. But yeah. But it's just, uh, it's a kind of thing where like, they're not going to impress me now and then they'll probably like get to the final. (laughs) Yeah, I I definitely hear that. I think like Australia have done incredibly well to qualify from the group. And I think, I mean, we'll talk about Canada in a minute, but I think we can look at, we can look at the the performance of the Australians and wonder if Canada couldn't have done more. Because I don't know that there's more talent in the Australian team. Um, but I think, even though I'm not convinced by Argentina yet, Australia's 
this is the end of their road. Yeah, ab- ab- absolutely. Um, just because you mentioned Canada, and I feel like it's it's uh, I can't really move on <laughs> mm. <laughs> unless, mm-hmm. unless unless we address it. Like, I think a lot of people are going to draw the wrong conclusions. Of course, I already saw Alexi Lalas, you know, getting on his U.S. horse and being like, you know, everyone thought the Canadian team was so good because of CONCACAF and whatever. I'm like, and he tried to give us credit, but he had to get those digs in. I think what people are failing to understand here is talent is important, yes, but also that being at this stage for the first time since 86 or whenever that World Cup was is very important scoring two goals, your first two goals in the World Cup is very important. And for everyone involved, I want people to really understand, for everyone involved, this was their first time here. There is a logic and a science to being an international tournament at this level and understanding what to do and how to do it. And Mm -hmm. they will, you get, you get that sort of practice or sort of say by being there multiple times Australia had to get there multiple times. The U.S. hosted in 94 and were rubbish. You know, like, like yep. it takes time for you to be a nation that understands how to do these things. And the talent is there, but the next 2026, they're going to be better for it because of this experience. So I don't think it's anything to worry about in any way, shape, or form. 100%. I, th- I think there are, there are individual, you know, performances, tactical decisions, um, moments throughout those three Canada games that you could pick apart if you wanted to, and you could criticize if you wanted to, and could Herdman have done things a little bit differently? I think, yeah, I think those are all fair to discuss, but I think overall you're right. There's nothing to worry about. We all were quite, I think we were hopeful for Canada because we knew that Belgium were, were, were dodgy. Um, and we thought we had a chance against Morocco, mostly because people don't really know the Moroccan team very well, and they've they've mm-hmm. gone on to impress. But I think largely it was it was hope rather than kind of any real confidence. Um, and I think we kind of all just expected them to put in a good showing, and anything more than that was a bonus. And they kind of did that for the most part. You know, they gave us enough. I think. Yeah, I mean, I I think when you put it into context, you go three losses in a row, not good. Sure, fine, but. Did, was it reasonable that they could lose all those games? Absolutely. They're the ones with least experience. Maybe, like you could say, I, I think anyone who was reasonable might have said they'll get one point from this group. Mm-hmm. And that could have been a draw against Morocco. And in reality, they missed a penalty against Belgium, but they absolutely dominated that game and should have won that game. Croatia? on XG, cool. Yeah, exactly. XG is what counts. Uh, <laughs> Croatia, let's just say that, you know, that is what it is. I mm-hmm. think the scoreline flatters a little bit because there were unforced errors in that game um, as well. But it's a word you deserve to lose that game. You take that for what it is. Morocco, on the balance of it, sure, you probably deserve to lose that game. But that second half was a complete 180 from the first half that you can st- you could tell this team had enough to draw that game potentially. I understand they deserve to lose in a sense. I mean, when you create when those two goals are basically errors. I mean, the first one is 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 nonsense from Victoria and and even more nonsense from Borjan. But the second one is also yeah. like just bad defending as well. Remember, remember, growing up, there would be those those literal VHS compilations of like worst goals and most embarrassing football moments. Yeah, 
yeah. like the first the goals that Canada conceded today would a hundred percent be on that. I mean, Boyan has never convinced me as a goalkeeper. Like good character, you know, gets the team pumped up and what have you. Uh, clearly, very patriotic about Canada, um, but it's not a very good goalkeeper. Um, and to your point he won't be the goalkeeper in four years and Steven Vittorio won't be the centre-back in four years. And a lot of these guys, obviously we don't know who will be the replacements for them, but almost by default, they'll be better than these guys. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The The problem is that he really is like, I mean, he's 35, he's at Red Star, so sure, he sounds like the right guy to be in here, but you know what? I, I, don't, I don't care who it is next. It's got to be someone better than this. Absolutely mm-hmm. has to be someone better than this. I also want to say a word on Atiba Hutchinson. Like he's forty years old, basically, and like <laughs> in the first game against Belgium, he covered so much ground for a forty-year-old. It was tough for him against Croatia and that midfield. And I thought yep. second half he was high. he was pretty okay. He was okay in the second half against Morocco, but. And he almost scored a goal, which would have, oh, that, that would have been amazing for him. I but, wanted that for him so badly. Yeah. And we know he's not going to be in 2026. This is an achievement. Like, sort of the way I look at this Canada team is Atiba Hutchinson encapsulates the achievement of being in this World Cup for me. Yes. There's yes. a lot of sentiment here. But in 2026, that goes out the window because you cannot carry this man or any 40-year-old to a World Cup ever again. It's got to be fresh blood in that midfield, in that defense. Um, and someone like Jonathan David, to me, is going to look at it and go, yeah, I, I messed up. And mm-hmm. same with Alfonso Davies, I'm not going to mess up on home soil. I also, a quick, this isn't even a hot take, frankly. I think this is just logical. I think Atiba Hutchison will be at the next World Cup. I think he'll be on the coaching staff. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Like if you can have that guy around the group, um, and I, he's 39, I assume he's, he's doing his coaching badges or at least thinking about it. I think in four years, he'll probably have them. I think that makes sense. Yeah, Jonathan David, man, he didn't get an offer last summer that I think he was anticipating. We like we all expected him to leave Lille. Um, he's having a good season in Ligue 1, but this won't have helped. <laughs> like there, there's talk, there, there was talk about you know top six Premier League clubs, and I don't think any of them are going to go near him. Not just because, not obviously just because of these games, but I, just, I just, he's not convinced anyone that he's at the the top level at this point. My my United group chat was flaming me. Like this, this World Cup, I've been making the case for over a year that like we, we wanted it to be Jonathan true. Yeah, sign Jonathan Day. Even this season, his form for Leon, uh, for Lil, sorry, is actually very yep. good. I've yep. been making the case, and now I can't show my face there again. Like, <laughs> that's how much you let me down. It's like if you're gonna, because Lil have been quoting what like forty, fifty. It's like if you're gonna yeah. pay Lil forty or fifty million euros. You go and you spend 120 or whatever you need to spend on Osimhen, and you you never talk about it again. Basically, yeah, that's 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 how much he's let me down. <laughs> Do we need to talk about Alfonso Davies? I want to talk about Alfonso Davies in two contexts. The first is I cannot believe the scapegoating of him that's been going <laughs> down in Canadian sports media. It's absolutely rubbish. 
Let's should, let's call it what it is. It's one article, right? I got, I, I've not seen any any further well, scapegoating. Well, it's one article, that. but there, there were some tweets that were going around like days before that article about him not doing uh, media with the international press, and some ah, people yes. were saying, "No, he did it with TSN and did it with BN." Or like, "Yeah, but he should do it with the international press." I guess the press conferences or whatever. I think that's what they're looking for. And he didn't, and they made a big deal out of it. Like, Craig Forrest had to co- tweet about it, and KJ had to tweet about it. And I was like, what is going like, on? Hmm. I don't know. Alex, do you do you wait after a game to watch, like, the press conference? <laughs> I like, absolutely do not. <laughs> I absolutely do not. But I think, I think the idea there is that the things that they say in those press conferences are the things that we all read about, you know, later that night or the next day or whatever it had. Whatever well, it is. He said some wild shit. well that's true i i I think in this case so i I watched the video that that kj um kristen jack put out about not just about this but he he talked about it and basically said like this is this is something that most players will do um most players in in davy's position and the reason that it's potentially something to talk about is because Canada doesn't often have this kind of platform. Um, and so it's in a broader growing the game point of view, it's an odd thing to kind of turn down. On the other hand, you've got a kid who's 22 and has just lost a world cup game and is not thinking about the broader context. And you can't really blame him for that. It, it, it also maybe speaks to the infrastructure. If this was England, the player would know, or probably most other bigger teams, the player would know what media duties he was going to do before, after, whatever, you know, at any point, and there would be someone there to make sure he does them. Canada clearly doesn't have that kind of setup or that level of setup yet. I mean, there was also in that article they said that Jonathan David walked past and like the PR person for Canada was begging, begging him to to. Like, like, wringing her hands, like, please, 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 that like, he just walked away really? too. But the whole article was about, like, Alfonso Davies and how he has diamond-studded earrings and makes more money than, like, like yeah, that's bullshit. I don't know, like, three three players combined. I'm like, Jonathan Davies rich, too. Kyle Larry's yeah. rich, too. Like, like, why are you picking on Davies? Like, for what reason? Tajon Buchanan is not poor. Like, <laughs> like I don't I don't understand. Like, it, it's, it was clearly, like, a hit job. But what annoys me about... The, this growing the game idea is we're already being told by Florentino Perez that kids don't watch 90 minutes of football. <laughs> I don't believe him, but I, I, I know what people are trying to say. You and I run a, do a podcast. We don't care mm-hmm. about those statements. Unless you no. say some watch shit, we don't care. Those things are on YouTube. I don't click on them. And I doubt that like the people you would grow the game for would give a shit about that press conference <laughs> or any of that, any of it. And they don't show, like, it's going to be on what, cable? These kids who you're going to game for aren't watching cable. They're streaming the game. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I honestly, I, I don't think it's something that they're, they're expecting people to tune in live to. I, I just think it's it's more the opportunity to speak. But yeah, I, this it's is not something that needs to be. mad that they don't have access is, is really what it is. And journalists do this all the time. They're upset that they're not given access, and they and they decide to throw throw a fit, and that's fine. But like journalists, like we need to realize that journalists are not gods, and no one owes you anything. 
Like, calm down. Well, the other thing is that Alfonso will probably be on Twitch tomorrow saying anything that he wants to say. <laughs> right? and, you just have to look in a different spot. Than people that would listen to his press conference. <laughs> oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Um, anything else on Canada before we move on? No. Um, just can't wait for 2026 now. So. I know. So it's, it's a long four years. But uh, oh, very quickly, do you think Herman will still be the coach? Yeah, I hope so. I, I, I'm not. I, I've heard. I've had a call, an interesting engagement with someone who said they sh- he should be sacked, and I was like, That's, uh, <laughs> "Like, who do we think we are here? <laughs> who, who who is their first choice to replace him? Ancelotti or something? Like, because <laughs> he can do it from Vancouver or what? Look, I mean, I agree, him, I agree man, with that. In four years, like after the next World Cup, when Ancelotti wants to retire, fine. Like, like, look, if you if the only way to me you saw Cardman is if you go Ancelotti route because it'll be fun. But <laughs> other, other than that, come on, man, he deserves he deserves another shot at this. I honestly actually think Ancelotti would be a lot worse because, like, you need someone who's got the time and energy to put a lot of effort into into this and all the detail. And Ancelotti doesn't want to do that. He wants to show up, have an espresso, have a cigarette, and put the best players out on the field and watch them play. <laughs> Ancelotti's just saying, all right, Alfonso, just keep doing what you're doing. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever you're doing for Bayern is fine. Yeah. Um, Uh, Your your home, your initial home country, (laughs) what do you think? How you feel? Uh, Pleasantly surprised so far, to be honest. Um, Given the run of form that they were in before, um, if you can't work it out from the accent, we're talking about England. Um, Given the run of form that they were on before the competition started, pleasantly surprised. Obviously, I don't think Iran were themselves that first game, um, and England steamrolled them. I think the US are proving themselves to be a very worthy opponent, and I think they'll give Netherlands a serious game for what it's worth. Uh, and so I don't think the draw there was much to worry about. Um, and Wales are crap, and England disposed of them with, with ease. Um, so all good they just haven't really played anyone that uh, is really going to stretch them yet could Senegal be that team they could I think it'll be a tough game I expecting them to win but I think it'll be tough it may well go to extra time penalties I I think it's going to be a very difficult game I I know my, of course we know the story of Senegal Mane is not there but mm-hmm. I would really be careful if I'm England about underestimating what Senegal can do they are very well organized. Ali Cisse is doing a master class of coaching with, with, with these really guys. Um, Ismail Assar is trying to do the money job, and he is dangerous right now. Um, so How I'd is be this very, kid still at Watford? You know, he's in, he's in that. I think he, turn, he turned down a move to Villa. Do you remember this in the summer? <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. I, you're right. I can't remember. I can't remember what the fee was. There were two teams, and then I think I don't remember what the second one was. But Villa won the bidding war, so to say. He looked at Probably it. Probably Everton. Nah, I'm good. Yeah. I, I have to go find it. Where he was like, "I'm like smart thing. I'd rather be at Watford." <laughs> <laughs> uh, Watford, where like you might go up, but you. We'll change your manager every three months. Like, like Newcastle can buy him. Like, why not? Like, imagine him on one side and then uh, 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 Sam Maxim on the other side. 
And um, what's his uh, name? Yeah, Who's doing really well right um, now? Almiron. Almiron in the middle running? Man, that's chaos. I love it. <laughs> I absolutely love it. <laughs> I think he might have missed the Newcastle boat, but there are definitely a bunch of Premier League teams. Like basically anyone under the top six. Yeah. Frankly, even yeah. some of the top six. I, I mean, look, I just, just on England, I think they're doing that flattering. Is that the phrase flattering to deceive or whatever? Mm-hmm. Is it? They're doing that. Yeah. yeah. Is that what, when you look really good, but you're not really, is that, is that what that yeah, is? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I think, I think they're looking better than they are, but that said, I'm really impressed with Rashford. Of course I have to, of course. um, I really like, I mean, listen, listen, Maguire has been great. <laughs> like, it's just, mm-hmm. he, he, he might suffer against Senegal, but so far there's nothing to worry about. Um, Kane, I like what he's doing. I know he's not scoring goals, but I kind of like what he's doing as a facilitator right now. Yep. Um, I, I, there's a lot of good stuff going on. Sterling should not start again. Mount should not start again. Those, those two should just sit down. It's okay. Relax. Let Rashford so play. Let Sander play. Let Foden play. Mm. Let that. Let those that three play. behind Kane. Yeah, that's what I would do. Right. Because it's and just, then it's, and becomes very explosive in a in a forward thinking way and not just energetic for no reason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. Do you think though that let's say they let's say they they put out the same system for this game and mm-hmm. France beat. Who are France playing again? Poland, which they will. Mm-hmm. And it's England against France in the quarterfinal. Do you think Southgate goes to the back five and sticks Kyle Walker in there to try and combat Mbappe? Because Stones and Maguire are going to get rinsed. Like, there's just no two ways around that. Mm-hmm. 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 So I think I think we get to that. If we get to that stage, we we see defensive England come back. I think he absolutely goes with a back five if he plays France. What mm-hmm. I would love for him to do is be very brave. And Agreed. I get it. There's a lot on the line. But England have not been brave since your night six. I didn't even watch that. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was going to go with Spanish Armada or something. But yeah, 96 will do. So, like, I think... France are there to be done. If you really mm-hmm. look at France right now, they have so many injuries. I don't even think defensively they're all that that good. I think Rabiot's done. One of their best players, which is scary. So do them. Like go for them. Like I know you're not going to have all the ball, but uh, you take all your attacking talent and throw it at them. If you go home, everyone goes. Well, you know what? You actually attacked. <laughs> No, the problem with England is they go out looking less stodgy, and no one's happy about it. So if you're going to go yeah. out, go out guns blazing. The, yeah, especially when you're when you're the Lions, like you can't really, don't know, doesn't doesn't feel. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, the only problem is, can you do that while also having? a deep defensive line because if they're on the halfway line, man, and all it takes is one ball over the top and they're toast. Well, look, Mbappe is quick. We all know that Rashford is quick. So just do what you did already ball over the top to Rashford. Let's let, let's yeah. have that fight. 
You want to send it to Mbappé? I'll send it to Rashford. That's bing, bong, bing, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining Southgate at the tactics board. Right, lads? Bing, bong, bing. Yeah? Everyone got it? Good. <laughs> I would pay for it. Is who center back can like can avoid the midfield better than the other? Honest to God, um, I think if I was Deschamps, I might throw Saliba in there for that game, but just because he's been rinsing all the Premier League strikers, you know. Yeah, I don't think I don't, I don't think he even likes the look of the man's face. I don't think Saliba's getting a game. I don't think he's getting a single you know minute because he can't see it. He's looking up. He's like he's like he's sitting in the first seat of the front row of the cinema. He can't see a damn thing. <laughs> Oh, when I, by the way, if Varane plays, I would I would go even more attacking and run at him. I, that leg, I don't know how good it is. I would run at that man <laughs> all day long. Uh, fair, yeah, it's going to be fascinating. Um, couple other teams I want to chat about quickly. Um, Spain, to me, and maybe this was just out of ignorance, but they've been a lot better than I expected. A lot better than I expected. <laughs> And that's it. And <laughs> despite losing to Japan, oh mate, uh, I think you're. I think you're. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Been deceived by that first game. Like, Maybe. Yeah, like six beating whatever their names Costa Rica seven one or six or whatever it was is <laughs> nice. Uh, Pura Vida and all is nice, but uh, no, uh, they they've done about about as well as I thought they would do. Yeah, like I thought they topped the group, but I didn't think I'd be impressed, and I haven't been impressed. So they actually, they've done worse than I thought they would do. <laughs> Listen, they, they get Morata to score goals, and how anyone does that, I really don't know. And they just crossed the ball and he headed it. Oh. Yeah, that's Listen, the only they've thing got Morocco. It's not going to be easy, but you would think that they would win that. Yeah. I, I hope for the sake of geopolitical tensions that Morocco win it, because then no Moroccan will ever be allowed into into uh, Spain. Um, maybe they should strike a deal that if Morocco wins, migrants can enter Spain. They should do that. Or like win against Gibraltar or something. Isn't Gibraltar like British? It is disputed between England and Spain. Actually, I don't know what the current status of it is, but it's, oh yeah, still a British overseas territory. Cause I know but they like, have their own team now, like Danny Higginbottom like, or something. Yes, that's right. Also, <laughs> oh, yeah, but it is off the coast of Morocco. Like, what is England going to do if Spain hand over Gibraltar to Morocco? Send, like, Rishi over. <laughs> Give it back, please. <laughs> if anyone wants to fight the UK, this is your best chance in centuries. <laughs> this is it. This is it. 100%. Oh my god! Anyway, yeah, good weaker. luck to. Uh... <laughs> it's embarrassing. Like, right, like, um, right when Liz Truss resigned, it was like just bomb them right there. <laughs> that was no, that was one hundred percent the moment. Literally, no one's in charge. Um, Brazil, what are your thoughts? I'm impressed. I'm mm. impressed with Brazil. Um, of course, the first game with the Richarlison brace uh, that was good. Uh, what was the second game? Serbia? The 1 0 yes. win. Wherever they beat 1 0. Yes, with Listen, Casemiro. Yeah. I think, I think it was Serbia, if I'm not mistaken. They are a very energetic team who's going to come after you and come after you. Um, so I think 
and Neymar wasn't there. They're obviously the most, the best attacker and creative spark, and they they deserve to win the game and squeaked it out with a wonderful cast miracle. They can win ugly, and they can mm-hmm. win uh, playing really well. I'm getting my hopes up again with Brazil. I do this every time because um, they were everyone's original first love football wise. Of course, um, of a certain generation. Yeah, but I think I'm starting to believe. I'm starting to believe. I have more. I'll say this: after the first few games, I have more faith in Brazil than I do Argentina. They look like more of a team. They look more cohesive. They look like they have more of a plan. Which is exactly why Brazil are gonna uh, are gonna lose Argentina when they play. (laughs) Listen, I they let us they let me down every single time. They let me down whenever I get hope on them so yeah i understand but i think if i would point to anything this time the the difference might be the amount of depth they have in attack is a joke like rafinha is not doing it for you here's rodrigo venetius isn't doing it for you here's gabriel jesus richardson's not working uh who else is there there's another bloke that i'm now blanking on which isn't great because it's not helping my point. But the point is, there's loads <laughs> of them, and they're all really good at football. Uh, hold on. You were looking for Neymar, Richardson, Rafinha, Vinicius, Anthony, Pedro, Lucas. Oh, no. That's Anthony, what there we go. Yeah. He's just going to do his, his you know, spinner Rooney. <laughs> yeah, but whatever. <laughs> oh, man. No, but you're right. They've got a lot of depth. Um I'm just nervous because they lost that Copa final to Argentina, remember? Mm-hmm. So hopefully vengeance is on their mind. But, mm-hmm. we'll but I, I think to your point, though, that you made earlier about Canada and needing to be there and have that experience, I do think, and we've seen this time and again, I think you need to lose these things to win to win the next one. Like We saw when, when Liverpool lost the Champions League final to Real Madrid and then they came back the next year. And they mm-hmm. were much stronger because of that experience and they won it. And we mm-hmm. saw growing up, like the one thing that it always reminds me of is the first few years that we saw Manchester United in the Champions League in like mm-hmm. the mid to late 90s. And they got there and they had no idea what they were doing. And they were like, 4 4 2, <laughs> let's go, lads, over the top, tally ho. And they got murked by like everyone, like Galatasaray and fucking teams from Norway and whatever you like. And then slowly they learned that you can't do that and you have to play four five one and you have to like, it's just, you need those experiences. And I think Brazil losing that final might actually be a good thing for them. I agree. I, I <laughs> you brought memories now, but yeah, I agree <laughs> with you. Um, Portugal, just because we're mm. on a Portuguese speaking nation. Have you been impressed or no with them? I, you know, I, I can't say that I've paid enough attention to the to their games to know, really. I don't think so. But then I've also been annoyed by Fernando Santos's insistence on playing Ronaldo, Bruno, and Jao Felix. Like, mm. obviously, I think Ronaldo shouldn't be anywhere near the team. But if we accept that he has to play because of reasons then put Bruno behind and put Liao on the left and someone on the right. Like there's just no need for this kind of stodginess. Yeah. It's he's placating to the biggest names 
And Rafa Leal has to come off the bench effectively, which makes no sense because he beats his man every single time. <laughs> every it's, time. Ridic- it's ridiculous. Every time, mate. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Like The kid is amazing. But what's what I notice is clearly every time Ronaldo comes off, they do better. Mm-hmm. He scored off the penalty. And Bruno Fernandes is, literally, <clears throat> is carrying this team. He has two assists and no, three assists and two goals or something like that. Like, And, and one goal Ronaldo, assist. Yeah, because he assisted himself. <laughs> <laughs> like, look, was he crossing to Ronaldo? Yes. Did yeah. Ronaldo touch it? No. <laughs> like, he did not touch it. And everyone in their dog has come out to say it, and Ronaldo was upset about it. But, look, we're giving it to Bruno. We're giving and the hop-skip penalty. Wonderful. Better mm-hmm. than Ronaldo's penalty. Yeah, I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I'm happy for him because he's he's playing really really well. Um, th- what I'm curious about is Portugal squad. To me, this is the best squad they've ever had. I know they had their Ricosta, Figo, whatever, but they mm-hmm. never had a striker. So Pauleta was okay, but how good was he? N- Nuno Gomes sends his thanks. Y- yeah, and so does Helder Portugal. I'm sure. Um, <laughs> But to me, this talent, whether we include Ronaldo or not, is just up there. And they have an opportunity to do something historic here. The question is, are you going to be a man, Fernando Santos, and think about that? Or are you going to think about Cristiano? Yep. 100%. It's, It's an unbelievable squad. And it has been like for a couple of years, basically. And he just never lets them off. Like we talk about Southgate and people get irritated by Southgate, but like compared to Southgate, Fernando Santos is Sam Allardyce. Mm-hmm. That man is living off that 2016 like Euros. Like he's squeezing it so dry <laughs> at this point. It's ridiculous. He's, he's the trickle down economics of football management. Oh, man. Like, I would even play Leal up front and just say, man, we'll have some fun. <laughs> Whatever, man. Right? Play him anyway. Across the front line, it doesn't matter. He'll rinse whoever's in front of him. It's simple as that. Yeah. Look, can you imagine a hero ball Bruno would play with Leal? Oh, it's like, fuck it, Rafa's, Rafa's over there somewhere. <laughs> 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 that was so much fun. <laughs> it's so true. Um, okay. Uh we we don't want to we don't want to finish this pod without doing this because it's going to be way too enjoyable. There's a little country. Mm. It's in Europe. Mm. Um, it, it's got a couple of good things. Mayonnaise with French fries is is quite nice, I, in my personal opinion. I enjoyed Tintin growing up. Um, oh, I've also I enjoyed, enjoyed mayonnaise. No, Mm-mm. no. Oh, okay, I thought you were going to go with chocolate. Uh, I mean, the chocolate's fine too, but you can get that elsewhere. Um, <laughs> Um, I've also very much enjoyed Romelu Lukaku shitting the bed and Roberto Martinez wasting probably the best generation of Belgian footballers there might ever be. Certainly that there has been in our lifetime. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely wasted them. Um, now they're all old and this is the end of the road. Thank God. They're going to go back to the days of uh, Prudhomme because like, there's nothing after this. They're all shit. <laughs> like, Hazard can't move. Borna won't care. Lukaku is done. Lukaku? 
wow just like if you haven't seen the compilation of misses this man put up uh in their game today um who are they playing again uh god completely blanking hang on one second live score come to the rescue yeah they put yeah yeah yeah. and and had they won they would have qualified right i'm not wrong in thinking that yeah yeah Uh, and he had four golden golden chances to win the game and he didn't just miss them like he looked as if he was a competition winner who'd just been allowed to play in the game some people tried to make an excuse of me like oh you know he's he's not fit i was like mate what does fitness have to do with missing an open net i mean he isn't fit but still, yeah, like, he's not he's not fit for purpose. Forget like, like <laughs> medical fitness. My God, he spent the whole time whispering in people's ears as if like he has wisdom, and like you can't put the ball in an open net four times, bro. It's like, incredible. The one that one that shocked me, like the one that hit the post. I'm like, whatever, you should score, mm-hmm. but whatever. The header over the bar. People said the ball went out. Okay, fine. Whatever, I'll give you that. The one that I couldn't believe was the cross from the right hand side, and he chested it. (laughs) In front of goal, he chested it. He chested it that like like, into his own path, like not even at actual. I couldn't believe it. (laughs) (laughs) This is what I mean. He just like he didn't. He he just doesn't look like a striker. He doesn't look like a football player. At the moment, he doesn't look like he has any idea what to do with his body. It's completely bizarre. But yeah, yeah you're right. Like yeah. th- this is the end of this team. It's not that Belgium don't have some good young players, but they a just never use them, and b they all hate each other now. So obviously, Courtois and De Bruyne haven't spoken for years for for well known reasons. Um, De Bruyne seems to have pissed off Vertonghen, etc., with the old comments, even though he's absolutely bang on. <laughs> um, you know, Axel Witzel still plodding around central midfield. I mean, it's just a joke. It's a shame. Whatever they do to get that generation, do it again. So do give it, it a few years, give it like a decade, and then come back again. Because there's, you know, it's back to Impenza days for a couple of years, and then, oh. then start again. Because this is rubbish. Just rubbish. Maybe nostalgic and for Emil Bobby Martinez, a fraud confirmed. Now we've been advocates of his fraud of his fraudulence for years on this podcast. Mohanid in the mud, your boy's a fraud. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, I never want to see Thierry Henry on a dugout ever again. He has failed in every capacity ever as a manager, as an assistant. He is bad juju at this point. Just go to the go to the studio and talk. Give us more of a when your medicine is your poison or whatever it is he said. <laughs> Give us more of that. I love that. Yeah. Well, you can't yep. coach, bro. <laughs> stick, stick to the vav of him. Although his coaching career did give us that glorious clip from when he's in Montreal and he's just abusing his players when he's mic'd up. <laughs> it's incredible. Uh, Jordi, can you make a pass? Then why don't you fucking do it? <laughs> Unbelievable, but yeah, incredible. That's the World Cup. That is that that is pretty much the World Cup. Um, other notable mentions: uh, Saudi Arabia put up a good fight 
Qatar are the worst team I've ever seen in my life. I enjoyed Ecuador. Yeah. Moises Caicedo is brilliant. Yeah, 100 million. There you go. Yeah, easy. Uh, Netherlands, yes or no? Just good or not really? I don't think they're that good. I think the Cody Gapo thing's a little bit over-discussed. Mm-hmm. But I think they're going to have a hard time against the USA. Let, let's see what happens there. Fair enough. And uh, your club is definitely signing Cody Gakpo for 100 million. So in, enjoy. Yeah, Mentally prepare. Yeah, you know how we do. Uh, yep. Ghana Uruguay pr- prediction. One uh, one. Do Ghana need to win? Ghana will get four points if they win. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see the groups. So, the groups okay, open? so Ghana are fine as long as. Oh no! So if Uruguay beat Ghana, Uruguay have four points. If South Korea beat Portugal, South Korea have four points. So Ghana basically need to not lose and hope that South Korea don't beat Portugal. I don't think South Korea will beat Portugal, even Portugal's B team. Um, but yeah, Ghana need to draw. But Uruguay going to come at them. But Uruguay suck. So yeah, I'll go 1-1 one, one and Ghana squeak through as a second place. Team. Agreed. Agreed. Also, Portugal B team might be better, you know? Yeah. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Let some of the players play. <laughs> anyway, all right, we shall see. Uh, we'll, we better leave it there. Uh, I don't know if we'll, we'll do another World Cup pod. We'll see how it goes. Um, either way, thanks, Bernie. Oh, thank you. All right, chat soon.